Welcome to Lifting Leaders Podcast, where we are unleashing leader possibilities to make a better world. I'm Crystal Roberts, and together with Trisha Ryan, we're diving deeper into some of the complexities of the world's most critical challenges and exploring innovative ways of navigating through them. Through interviews with experts and leaders just like you, we're exploring what it takes to thrive as a leader today and examining new ways of thinking about how to creatively lead into a more equitable, socially responsible, and sustainable future. And the future starts now. Hi, Trisha. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm great. Crystal, how about yourself? I'm doing awesome. Are you? Yes. Yeah. Why are you awesome? I'm awesome because we just heard from one of our past guests on our show. Oh, yeah? Yeah. G. Victoria Campbell. <gasps> oh, I love her. Yeah. And she was our guest for episode 43. So yes. anybody who wants to go back, it's definitely worth a re-listen. Really, it is, folks, yeah. because she sings. Yes. She sings in our episode. And her message was so beautiful. Yeah. So she's an OD practitioner who actually has now writing musicals for Broadway and one of her original musicals that she's written it's now going to be premiered at below 54 on April 22nd which is Earth Day 2024 yay so it's so exciting that this much progress has been made on her musical and she's raising some money to pay her cast and crew and so we're really excited and we want to support her in that and we thought you our listeners are people who would be interested probably in supporting this because the musical it's named treason and it's all about saving the world and so she sent us a special message about how you can get engaged and trisha and i have actually already bought our tickets we're going to the premiere so um, we're very excited about that. So very excited! It's going to be so much fun. I can't even. I can't wait. I her music is beautiful and her message is amazing. And, yeah, and we can't do anything but support that, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. So here she is, G. Victoria Campbell. Hello, Lifting Leaders listeners. It's Vicky Campbell, creator of Treason, an eco musical. Thanks to Crystal and Trisha for letting me do a little plug here. I have exciting news for Treason. First, Treason is having its global concert premiere at the acclaimed 54 Below venue in New York City on Earth Day on April 22nd. If you find yourselves in New York City then, please come. Second, I'm fundraising to pay my cast, crew, and band. Artists are severely underpaid, and I am committed to paying them all a fair wage. I'm fundraising $10,000 with Seed and Spark, a crowdfunding campaign platform, and would love your support. All donations are tax deductible and eligible for company matching. I don't get any funds unless I raise 80% of my goal. Will you help? To help, go to www.treasonmusical.com, that's T-R-E-E-S-O-N, and click the Donate button. Thanks so much for your help, and do follow at Treason Musical on social media for updates. Now, here's a snippet of one of the songs to give you a taste of the music. I hope you enjoy. Thank you.
to heal, to love, we must restore the home we share forevermore. I love that song. Oh, I do too. It is moving you know and this is the first time we've heard it with more than one voice yeah and so i oh i can i can't even wait until we get there i know to see it live in person oh my gosh i mean i hope they put out a cd on this or something because that is just it's stunning yeah right yeah and the message is just so important it is it is and i love that she's bringing her strengths and her passion to saving the world in this very unique way, an eco-musical. And here we go, right? Being able to see somebody's dream come true that has such purpose, such passion, such impact. It can have such impact on the world. So I'm loving that. You know, it's funny. I'm listening to you say that. I'm thinking about what we're talking about today. And it's sort of like, you know, People may feel stuck in, you know, what do we do? There's so much to do to to make this a better world than it is right now. And they're feeling kind of stuck right now because there's they're like feeling shy of ideas on how they can make a difference. And and Victoria's doing that through music. Yeah. And I mean, you don't have to it doesn't have to be any kind of traditional way or in fact sometimes the non traditional ways are the very way to do it because yeah. that's what gets people to hear you. Right. It right? touches your heart. Yeah. It touches your heart. Oh it creates emotion and we know that actually creates commitment. It does. It so, absolutely does. Yeah. So Uh, We're rooting for you, Victoria, and we hope that you have all the success in raising this money and for such a great reason, too, right, for her cast, crew, and band. So um, thanks for sending that message to us so we can share it with our listeners. Please consider donating. I think it'll be so worth your while. And if you can make it to New York on April 22nd, we hope to see you there. That would be be the pinnacle, wouldn't it? It would be, absolutely, yeah. So today is also a gems day. Yes. We're talking about a couple of the gems from the conversation that I had with Lindsay Godwin and in our last episode. And it's really hard to pick just a couple of things to talk about. Mm-hmm. So it was such an impactful conversation for me personally. I hope that our listeners also, that you also enjoyed it as much as I did. And what we decided is we would actually focus in on the latter part of the conversation, which talked about some of the everyday net positive OD leadership practices that you can do. Mm-hmm. And so if you remember She talked about three big sort of bucket areas, and it was taking a radical approach. Right. So radically inclusive, radically collaborative, and radically regenerative. And so as we were looking at that and unpacking those and thinking, hmm, what would be the best use of our time, our listeners' time, we thought, let's take a look. We've talked a lot 
we've talked some, I would say, about inclusion. We've talked about mm-hmm. collaboration, but we haven't talked anything really about regeneration. That's right. And so let's dive in there and see if there's something that we could unearth. Oh my. (laughs) (laughs) That we could unearth that might be helpful to have a short discussion because we do try and keep the gems a little bit shorter. We'll see if that's possible. Well, yeah, you guys want to keep a (laughs) keep an eye on that clock, okay? (laughs) (laughs) But radically regenerative is renewal processes, revitalizing systems, circular economics, stewardship practices. Um, what was interesting, too, was as we were listening to that song from G. Victoria Campbell, the words were in alignment with what we're going to be yes. talking about today, too. So that was nice. It says, now's the time we must restore the home we share forevermore. And so that's what regenerative is about, is the restoration yes. of our earth. And some of the questions that we can ask as leaders to help us think about radical regeneration, radical regenerative solutions are, how can we ensure our work benefits both people and the natural environment? So in everything that we do, considering that natural environment, what comes to mind for you when you think about the natural environment and impacts that we can have? Well, for me, I... You know, and I'll just get real basic in my world, but, yeah. um, you know, I think about the way I have kind of walked through life, you know, with all the conveniences that I've had. I mean, honestly, I think a lot of us were brought up with certain conveniences and things like as silly as, and maybe not silly, but paper towels mm-hmm. and, um, and plastic bags and, you know, single use plastic bags at that point or, or, um, plastic anything um shoes like that go out of style and oh well you know got to get new ones and yeah. so just going around and not thinking before we buy new things uh the new style this year is da 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 this is the color next year and and doing my part to not um buy into those scenarios is something that I think about when I'm thinking about how to do my part with with respect to making a better world. Right now I'm struggling a little because I think you and I were talking offline about how I grew up in a paper towel world and yeah. I grew up with Ziploc bags. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the kind that zip at the top. Plastic and water bottles. Yes, plastic water bottles, yeah. exactly. And, and so although I've tried to you know, kind of counteract that with things like putting a Lomi on my kitchen counter yeah. and using Ridwell to get rid of all the things that could be recycled into something more usable for other people. Um, and, you know, donating clothes instead of um, just, you know, doing whatever, tossing or whatever. So I'm trying to do that. I'm trying not to waste food the way I used to. Yeah. Um, it's not like I ever thought much about it, but I really needed to because there are people who for one thing, don't have enough. And then there are a lot of people who are are suffering because of all the methane and stuff that is created when your food has to break down in a landfill. You know, it yeah. creates a lot of heat. And so I'm starting to be a lot more conscious of my efforts, and I'm hoping by the end of 2024 I'll be a lot 
uh, more comfortable with living in a very different way mm-hmm. because it doesn't take a lot. And as an individual, I can do one or two things at a time. It doesn't have to be all or nothing, right? I can do a few things and that can make a huge difference mm-hmm. over time. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. For me, there's definitely things around the house that we can do similar to you. <laughs> I've done the toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Yes, so you have. I, that I'm fully stepped into bamboo toilet paper. Bamboo right? toilet yeah. paper. I've got my Lomi working there on that. I do love Ridwell because it does take a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that we wouldn't normally think about being able to actually recycle. Right. And they do the hard work of actually connecting it to places that use it. So it doesn't end up in the landfill or not usable recycles. It's actually either going directly to people. So I was thinking the example they just did was shampoo and lotion. Mm-hmm. So they there's some you know, specific things about what they take, but then it actually goes to places that will actually utilize that. So I, I love that, that they've done the work for us to actually make that usable, whatever we're recycling. It's broadening that term of recycle. Well, and you would think about, you know, we have so many single use plastics and even double layer or multiple layer Mm -hmm. plastics, like chip bags yeah. where the inside of the bag is silver, but the outside of the bag has all the colors that make you want to buy the bag. Yeah. Right. Um, those are multi-layer bags and they have small mom and pop type businesses that they contract with who take that stuff and make it into something else. And yeah. so I know they recently made coasters out of something that was absolutely un related yeah you know or they make bags out of people's clothing like they'll take once in a while they'll take denim and the next thing you know they've got shopping bags that are made out of denim that are using thread that is um you know thread that is is not harmful for the you know it's not made with other plastics or anything it's it's cotton thread but the whole point of it is is they're trying to help um, small businesses thrive, but also those small businesses are trying to make a better world yeah. by doing the right thing with stuff we already have. Right. You know, yeah. they don't have to produce anything because we already have it. Yeah. And to me, there's just something pretty awesome about that. Um, it it makes me think about this website that you discovered. Thank you very much. You were searching the web for something that helped us connect with regenerative. Yeah. Right. Right. And so just by looking up the word, which by the way, folks, that's a great way to find new resources is just to look up, start with a word, right? Look yeah. up a word. And you found this amazing website yeah. um, called regeneration.org, right? I, I'm just like just now starting to try and get my head around some of this. And I won't say try. I'm just doing it. I'm trying to, I am getting my head around this. It is it doesn't look to be, and this is just one of many, many, many resources out there, but this is a pretty awesome start. If you're looking for a resource, it's got all different things from A to W that you can look up and they give you a lot of facts and figures about where we are right now, what that impact is on our earth and what we can do as individuals and teams and organizations even governments yeah so really get down to the nitty-gritty of what can you actually do for this particular issue coral reefs 
grasslands. I mean, it goes on and on and on. And so if people, as they're thinking about what's something that I can do for next year, start it now or in 2024. So these are really practical things that anyone can do every day. Now, the thing that I thought was interesting when I was looking deeper into this was while it's a practical thing that you can do, it doesn't mean that you're not going to be uncomfortable. Right. And so I thought that's really good too. It's pushing us outside of our comfort zone. Which is exactly what we need at this point because we've been living in our comfort zone. We've been staying in our comfort zone. And as a result, we're not we're not moving forward. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Their mission is to bring humanity into alignment with the living world in order to end the climate crisis in one generation. It is a response to the urgency of the climate crisis, a growing set of interlocking initiatives that unlock our collective agency. And you know how we, we've talked about this before in, in our podcast about how it, it is a lot of pressure for our younger generation, but it is that younger generation that seems to have the the wherewithal or the, the interest and the engagement in doing this because it seems so critical to them. It doesn't feel like a, a choice. It feels like it must be done. Yeah. But I was looking at the people who are actually members of this particular um, organization, and most of them are in that younger generation. And I think it's just amazing that they brought together a collective of, you know, fresh and, and interesting and, and, you know, eager minds to, to really try and tackle this in one generation. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because humanity relies on that, right? It, we have to do this. There, there's not a choice. There is an end date. Right. Yeah. So one of the other things that I loved about this website and what they're doing is that they have a framework for action mm-hmm. and they have six basic areas for action that need to be addressed. So the categories are equity, reduce, protect, sequester, influence, and support. And we encourage you to go to the website. We'll have a link in our show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, go to the website, check it out, find out more about each of these areas within this framework, but also even there's a punch list. Yes. They say where, this is where to start, make a punch list. And basically what that is, is got seven things that they listed, right? Yeah. And you can, you can read other people's punch lists to get inspired and maybe you adopt one of those or just to create your own using all of this amazing in-depth information about action that you can take specific to a whole bunch of different areas, as Trisha was saying, A through Z. Yeah, and I, I am looking through this on the punch list. You just They have featured punch lists, and you can just like scroll through them. Everybody's got a different one, and it's really amazing. I, when I think of it, I, I looked at the first one, and I thought that was it, but it's not. It goes on and on, and and. There are so many things that I can do that may not be the most comfortable things in the world, but guess what? I'm going to try it. In fact, my intention is to, by the end of 2024, I'm going to have made a significant difference in the way I operate my world, navigate in my world as a result of this. I think it's important. Here's an example of what might be on a punch list. Set a clothing budget for the year of no more than 10 new garments at least eight of which from vintage stores or smaller sustainable brands. Mm. 
engage with my city council and other community groups to advocate for urban green space as well as the protection of open space preserves and local wildlife sanctuaries and or corridors. There's one um, from one of the uh, punch listers, and it says plant a pollinator's garden. And that's so important because, as we know, we have our bee population is starting to diminish, right? And so if we bring into our gardens those things that, that bees are attracted to, they'll be pollinating that and pollinating those plants. And they're taking from that, right? And they're making honey. And it's not just making honey. It is thriving because every time a bee touches a plant, it does something right for our earth. You know, it does something good for our earth. It helps us thrive. All of the fruit trees that we eat fruit from, pear trees, apple trees, all of those things, they rely on the the bee to um, bring them their life. And it's been seen in places like China and Japan where the bee populations are wiped out in some areas, that the fruit in some of those regions where people relied on that fruit as a major part of their diet, those fruits are gone now. So it's really important. Mm. That's that's something that isn't really that tough. There are a lot of pollinator plants out there, or pollinating plants, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Just a couple more. Consistently carry reusable bags, containers, bottles, and utensils. Yes. Eat plant-based meals. Yeah. 90% 90 of your week, but not all of it, right? Yeah. Oh, here's one, especially given the time of year we're in. Collaborate with friends and family on less consumptive gift-giving and travel practices. We are actually doing this in our family. We celebrate Christmas, Mm -hmm. and... We um, have decided instead of buying gifts for everybody, we're going to do a gift exchange and um, everyone will bring one present and we'll take one present home and it will be something that we're going to give ideas. And I know this is not revolutionary, but for our family, it was, there was a lot of gift giving going on and essentially, you know, it's not stuff that we really need. So how can we reduce what we what we're using and that's one way to do it. And I love that. Yeah. And and actually this year I kind of made a decision to go down that road with my friends because there are friends who I would probably buy gifts for, you know, different members yeah. of the family and I'm not doing that anymore. It's for one thing it's it's very costly yeah. and beyond that it I don't know that it's necessarily appreciated and it's not that I don't think I have appreciative friends I do. Yeah. But um I'm not sure that it matters. They know who I am. I know who they are. They know I love them and, and vice versa, you know. And so a gift to me is is a nice thing to give to somebody. It shows that you care about them, but it doesn't have to be a lot. It needs yeah. to be significant. You know, mm-hmm. It needs to be intentional. It needs to be yeah. something that just is shows somebody what they're worth to you, right? Yeah. So. Well, and maybe the most important is that time that we get to spend together, even if it's just a phone call. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. FaceTime or something. Yeah. So there's lots of ways that we can think about this and be intentional about it. And I think that's the big the big thing is being intentional. I think the other thought that came up for me anyway, and we were kind of talking about this, is, you know, we just kind of tripped across this website that we we're just talking about based on a Google search mm-hmm. of regenerative, which came out of Lindsay Godwin's article. And just the recognition that there's so much out there and we just don't know much. (laughs) So 
we're on a quest. I think that's got to be part of our 2024, right? Yeah. I mean, and we've been we've been searching, we've been looking, we've been talking to amazing people, and there's also so much more that we need to learn. I think it is um, it's a challenge for us, and it's a challenge for our listeners. Yeah. Because I will say that you and I are deep divers. We generally do go looking for more information, especially if there's something that's truly interesting or we think people are going to like. And after reading this, I realized we aren't going deep enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much more we can do. We could peel that onion for a while yeah. and until we get... We may never get to the core, but if we get closer, um, we've given people more information than they had. And I just think it's fascinating. I I love this, and I'm going to be unpacking this website for a while because there's so much information in it, and yeah. it's not difficult to understand. And the founder of this is also an author. He's written eight books. And I went on Amazon a few minutes ago and looked, and there are eight books, and there most of them are very in tune with the environment. So um, for people who are interested in making a better world through environment change, or, or not change so much, but um, enhancing or figuring out how to navigate through what we have and how to how to make it work for regenerate generations. Yes. <laughs> I think it's um I think it's a great way to start. Yeah. You know, go Google some stuff. You know? Yeah. Look up a word. Google it. Yeah. And I think also the other thing is sometimes we can get overwhelmed yes. by how much there is out there. And so the most important thing is just to take some action. Yeah, and give yourself some grace. Because I don't think we need to be the experts of everything. Yeah. We really don't. You and I, we are, but, you know. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> We're not We've learned really. so much this year from we our have. guests. Oh, my gosh. This yeah. year, it's been an amazing year. Yeah. I mean, every year is an amazing year. This year has been overwhelmingly amazing. It's just I can't even get enough of it. Yeah. And I am taking different action now because of a lot of these people. Yes. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, in fact, one of the people who has inspired us the most, I think, is a guest. I'm not going to say who it is. You'll have to guess. <laughs> Come back next week. Yep. Um, is, we're having uh, another guest. It'll actually be a return guest. Yes. And we're excited. He's going to be bringing some more actions that you can take. And this will hopefully also inspire you to say, what can I do right now, but also what can I do as part of my plan for 2024 to make a better world? So that's our, that'll be our last guest of yeah. the year. And it's going to be gonna another be fun. delightful episode. Yeah. Truly delightful. Yeah. Love it. Okay. So friend. So also as we were planning for 2024, we're really excited about, we already have recorded some of the people that'll be coming up in January, but we'd love to hear from you. Yes. We'd love to hear what would you like to hear more of in 2024? And we'll reach out and we will try and get some of those people on the podcast. You know, I, I'm i so glad you mentioned that because we are doing this to make a better world, but we're doing this because 
we have wonderful listeners and we want to we want to cater to your needs and your wants as well. So please, you know, please reach back. We we have a, a contact spot on our website and um, you can send it there or send a comment when you see one of our posts and yeah. and just let us know what you would like to hear and or who you might like us to approach because we're not afraid to approach anybody, trust me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we approach everybody that we we think is going to make a difference in the world and and who we think that people might find interesting and so we'll be glad to do that it's our pleasure yeah so let's keep that conversation going if you have questions or comments about the show you can find us on all our social media channels at lifting underscore leaders we have so many exceptional podcast episodes coming up with more fantastic guests, so be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. If you know someone who would find this episode informative or inspiring, share it with them, text them, email them, or take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram and tag us at lifting underscore leaders. If you'd like to know more about us, our guests, or the show, please go to our website at liftingleaderspodcast.com. You'll find show notes there as well. The other thing, if you haven't been to the website, we also, in our show notes, have coaching questions there. So if you are wanting to do a little bit more journaling or thinking about the episode, we've got a couple questions there each week for you to think about. If you're looking for help in developing your leaders or would like a growth opportunity yourself through leader coaching, please contact us through our website. Thank you to Ari Chance Roberts for his technical support of our show. And he'll be coming home soon. Yay! Yay. It's winter break. Finally, please take 30 seconds and follow us. It helps you because you never miss an episode and it helps us because you never miss an episode. Mm. To follow us, go to the Lifting Leaders Podcast Show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen. Then just tap the plus sign in the upper right-hand corner or click on follow. While you're there, if you'd be willing to give us a five-star rating and review and share the episode with a friend, we'd be so grateful. Thank you, Trisha. It's fun unpacking a few gems with you. Always fun with you, Crystal. Thank you. Many thanks to you, our listeners. We appreciate you. Find ways every day to lift each other up. Have a fantastic week. Take care. Stop. <laughs> oh, no. Do we need to stop? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was, <laughs> was going to say, I know I preached. <laughs> what? I do. Nothing. You just like your face is in. These are really practical. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Let me like not look at me. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. (laughs) Stop it. Oh no, I'm watching your face and you're like, I'm going to laugh. I'm going to laugh. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. I'm like. Cut. (laughs) Sorry.
Okay, so. <laughs> okay. Are we back? Are we back? Okay. Okay. 